Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. Today's Spotlight interview is with Marlene Waldock, the brand you coach. The Spotlight focuses on highlighting stars, greats, and game changers. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. So please, set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. Some breaking news. I'm going on television in the near future on another show called Revenue Chat TV. And I'll be broadcasting over many platforms such as Amazon TV, Apple TV, Roku, the Voice America TV Network, and others. Together, they have over 100 million monthly viewers. And when it goes live, you'll see them on my mobile app at tonydurso.com slash mobile. Download that now and you'll see my other weekly talk shows. Column 1 has all the spotlight episodes such as this show you're listening to now. And Column 2 has my Revenue Chat radio podcasts, which feature elite entrepreneurs who discuss how they overcame obstacles and made it to success in their field. And when the TV show comes on, you'll catch it on this app. So please go ahead and download it at TonyDurso.com slash mobile. All right. Today we set the stage for the spotlight to chat with Marlene Waldock, the Brand You coach. Marlene is the creator of Brand You, which aims to help entrepreneurs, students, and business professionals find your outrageous, unique self. She's a six-time award winner for Women Empowerment. And some of her awards and distinctions are SBA Small Business Journalist of the Year 2003, NJAWBO Businesswoman of the Year 2003, NJBIZ Best 50 Women in Business 2006, Girl Scouts Women of Distinction Award for 2008, Because We Are Women TV Pilot Nominated Best New TV Show at Hoboken Film Festival 2010, Women of Achievement Boy Scouts of America 2012, Leading Women Entrepreneurs Finalist 2012 and 2016, and she was recently named a 2017 Top 25 Brand Builder by Leading Women Entrepreneurs. What a list of amazing accomplishments. Let's find out more about this. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Spotlight, Marlene. Thank you so much, Tony. It's really a pleasure to be here and to get to talk about Brand You. Well, thank you so much. It is my honor to have you. You are one of the most amazing business experts and <laughs> entrepreneurs that I've ever heard of. And I'd love to know, Marlene, wow. what made you get into this field? Well, I spent about 15 years in corporate America, worked for a Fortune 100 company in sales, and then became a trainer and went all around the country teaching people how to merchandise the um, products that the company sold and all types of things like that. And I was on stage and loved it. And you know, after 12 years, decided I wanted to do something different, went to work for a startup company in the long distance industry, which was a huge departure and became the marketing communications director. While I was there, 
It was the first time, of course, I had only worked for a Fortune 100 company, which is very different than a startup. And you get to see what the thinking is on small business. At $50 million, it's very different than something that's a billion dollars. So I, after about two years, the company decided to merge with another company and I was going to be out of a job. And I took a step back and thought about what was my experience with this company and what did I learn? And I learned that small businesses didn't take advantage of PR and they oftentimes didn't have the best communication and they really didn't brand themselves. And one of the things that I was charged with during the time I was with a small company was really putting them on the map. They were a long-distance company during the time of the divestiture when AT&T and the Bell Operating Companies and everything changed. And they were a very small player in a field of some really big players. And so it was my job to make sure that they got noticed, which they did. So when I went out on my own, it was mostly about branding and communication. How do you communicate internally, externally? Because some of the things that I learned with the small company is that during the period of time when they were in the merger, what they communicated to the people who were no longer going to be there was really not very good. And so my goal was to teach you how to better communicate, how to better position yourself. And because I looked at them and understood that the first impression that they were making when they were sending their salespeople out there with binders of copies of copies of copies, that the first impression they were making wasn't very good. So I named the company First Impression Communications because you only get one chance to make a first impression. And that first impression is what will eventually take you into branding yourself, your company, your, your product, you know, whatever it is that you really want to stand out in the crowd and to make a difference. So back 30 years ago, I established First Impression Communications and you know, lots of things have happened since then to be here today looking at brand you, which is more personal branding as opposed to product branding, even though all of it goes down the same path. That's very interesting. You know, I also came from long distance in a way. I worked for a medium sized business. It was very well. I was the retention manager. I kept customers from leaving. And this was right after the AT&T divestiture. And there were crazy rates all over, and it was a feeding mm -hmm. frenzy sometimes. And I just had to keep the customers from going away. It was, it was quite a fun exercise. But the one thing, as you mentioned, the company kept getting bought out, new owners, several new yeah. owners over years. And one day, you're out of a job, no matter how indispensable you think you are. You're out of a job because the new owners have their own people that they want to bring in. Yes, it was an interesting time. Uh, the company that I was with eventually ended up being part of MCI WorldCom, which I don't think exists anymore. But um, yes, it, it was the long distance since you were in it and the long distance industry started from some very small independent phone companies, one in Georgia, which was one of the oldest, one in, in Virginia that was also very old. And they just figured out how to use AT&T lines, 800 numbers, and resell them. So, I mean, it, it all 
and MCI, of course, who had started the first microwave, it, everything, it all changed. And so as people at that time, because they were gobbling up all of these small companies trying to establish one major source to compete with AT&T and the Bell operating companies, yeah, we all found ourselves in, in very interesting situations. You know, and in life, as as you well know, change happens whether you like it or not. And sometimes you just have to take a step back and say, what am I going to do with this? What did I learn from it? And how am I going to make changes that are going to be good for me? So for me, I ended up in my own business, which even that, what it started out in the beginning isn't that today. I mean, it, it changed and evolved and I got into advertising, which I never thought I would do. You know, did radio commercials. I wrote radio commercials. Never did TV, but did write radio commercials. And those radio commercials at that time were to help brand those clients that I had, you know, through radio, which they did. That is so interesting and so agree on that. The one thing I find that I can control is my future as an entrepreneur. I've made a lot of money for a lot of people. I've been in a lot of businesses, but it's it gets it's fickle. It's like quicksilver. You here today, gone tomorrow. It's it's you can't control it. But the one thing you can control is when you work for yourself. As interesting you as that is, yes, you can control because that's why you went into business for yourself was to control things. That you have to be adaptable to the changing times, the economy. Uh, technology, you know, whatever those things might be. And you have to think about how do I shift and how do I always stay on top of what I'm really good at and make sure that I'm doing what I am good at and let somebody else do the rest. Exactly. And, you know, you find yourself working more hours as an entrepreneur at least to start, oh, but you have so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you decided to control your own destiny. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's not a fun thing when somebody says to you, well, you know, in two months, you will no longer have a job here. And it's like, okay. There's always <laughs> what that do I do scary, now? yeah, it's, it's a worry. It's always hangs overhead sometimes, especially when you know strangers are, are coming in and being escorted and shown around by the CEO and the president on a regular basis. You know that they're talking about something big like that. Yes, right. you do. And, that, and that, that's certainly what happened at the company that I was at. But, but, you know, in addition to that situation of being employed by someone else and then finding yourself out in the cold, I'm sure that you have also experienced being out on your own and being an entrepreneur things change, uh, clients go away or, or something happens and it, and it starts to shift your focus. And one of the things that's important to understand and to acknowledge is maybe something's telling you you need to go in a different direction. Yes. You know, yes. it certainly happened to me. I was doing a lot of advertising and marketing, and then one day all of those clients started to go away. And I said, I need to let them go because... It's time to do something different. What am I really good at? What do I really like? You know, one of my greatest, I wouldn't say downfalls, but one of my greatest issues is I'm not the best proofreader. And I was in a a company and owned a company that I was producing printed material. And at a time when it wasn't as easy as it is today with computers because computer 
typesetting and things like that were just coming into being in the in the 90s. And so I would find a mistake. And finally, when things started to change, and I said, you know, what I am really better at is speaking. I'm a good public speaker. And the one good thing about that is if there's a typo in my speech, nobody's going to know it but me. So, you know, it was a, it was a matter of taking a step back and saying, who am I? What am I good at? What do I want to do? And understanding that the universe or something is, t- is telling you it's time to move on, you know, move to something else, go back and think about what that outrageous person is inside of you, because I don't know whether you experienced it, but I'm sure that people today in corporate America with some of the corporate cultures that exist, you can get pretty gobbled up in all of that. And you can lose yourself in that culture and keep trying to accommodate what exists there. And it it takes away the best of you because you're not being who you are. And brand you is all about being who you are, allowing that best person to come out and to set you apart. I like that, Marlene. This is the spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, the chat continues with Marlene Waldock, the brand you coach. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hi, Tony here with a quick word about getting you discovered. Do you want a lot of people checking out your sales page, your branding page, your podcast? Like many people, are you just trying to do it all yourself? Or maybe get by with a virtual assistant or two? Are you taking webinars, seminars, and workshops to learn how to grow your social media and how to bring visitors to your site? Or are you downloading free ebooks, buying books, buying classes, doing this and that just to learn how to get more sales, more people, more exposure? We all do. And it isn't all that it's cracked up to be for some, is it? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It takes a lot of training. I've written books on this and I'm helping others get a lot of visitors to their web pages and podcasts. And I mean thousands and thousands every month. Check it out. Go to TonyDierso.com slash grow. That's Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash G-R-O-W. TonyDierso.com slash grow. And get discovered. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And get amplified. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on the Spotlight. Today's show is with Marlene Waldock, the brand you coach. Since 2004, Marlene has participated as an instructor for annual summer team camp sponsored by the Rothman Institute of Innovation at Farley Dickinson, teaching teens the value of strong communication. All right, and now back to the chat with Marlene. And you know, there's so many places to begin in asking you about the brand you. So let's try this. Tell us about what is BWAW and let's go from there, please. Okay, so that's because we are women. So back in the early 2000s, 2003, I was, first of all, very involved with the New Jersey Association of Women Business Owners. I was a state president, and, and I was all about helping entrepreneurs move forward, and I, I really enjoyed that. And one day, got to go to the first Oprah Winfrey Live Your Best Life in Philadelphia, because I'm in New Jersey. And I watched her on that stage. And I said to myself, I want to be on that stage. I want to tell people, maybe some of my own stories, maybe all the time I think I wasted, that I, I, I didn't have good focus or, or wasn't directed well, but I want to empower women, again, at that time, to get back to who they are, because everything I had been involved with was about what you do. You're an entrepreneur. What do you do? What is your business? Can you describe it in seven words? How are you going to get funding for it? All those types of things. So it was all about what you were doing. And I decided that everyone needed to take a step back and they needed to really find out who they were. And so I created a platform for myself called Because We Are Women and started doing annual events, big events. First event had 150 people there, 30 vendors and 150 people. And I've found 
other entrepreneurs and people to come on the stage with me and and to you know talk about their experiences. I was at the time hosting a TV show here in New Jersey. So I was very comfortable interviewing people on a stage and interviewing people, period. And so I, I created this program that allowed you to sit down, and the first part of it was all about you. What's good about you? What do you like about you? You know, one of, the, one of my philosophies is you are the most important person in your life. But most people don't think that. I, I, I did a speech to 90 businesswomen and I said to them, how many of you think you are the most important person in your life? How many people's hands do you think went up? I wonder. None. What? Oh, my None. goodness. <laughs> None. None. Who do you think is more important than you are? Your child, your husband, your spouse, your parents, the president of the United States. There are people who believe that you shouldn't think about yourself that way. And my feeling is it doesn't mean that you don't care about anybody else. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go out there and do all kinds of wonderful things for other people. But you have to understand what your need is first and foremost. And you can't be doing things for other people based on what you think they expect you have to do it based on what you choose to give them. And it is a big difference because people who, who go through life and just accommodate all the time, after a while, it takes away their sense of self-worth, their self-esteem, because they begin to not like themselves. Whereas if they take a step back and they say, you know, this is not necessarily what I would like to do, but I care enough about you, so I'm going to choose to do it for you. They're taking care of themselves because they're, they're acknowledging that they're doing it out of choice instead of doing it out of obligation. So it, it totally changes the dynamic. And so because we are women, was get back to who you are. It's okay to say good things about yourself. Self-love is the best thing that you can have. You've got to care about you. If you don't care about you, how is somebody else going to care about you? I think that says it right there. If you have not enough respect for yourself, well, how do you think others are going to treat you as well? That's true. That's exactly right. And what happens is the, we're all about energy. You know, we're all energy. So we are what we think. And if what we're thinking about ourselves is negative, now we're not happy with ourselves or we feel that we're being taken advantage of and you know, all those types of things, that energy, other people feel. And sometimes they don't know what they're feeling. Have you ever been in a situation where you meet somebody and you all of a sudden really want to kind of step away from them? You want to step back. You don't know why, but their energy is is surrounding you and, and you don't, your body doesn't like it and you don't want it, so you're going to move away. So if you're not thinking well of yourself, you are projecting negative energy. You know, that's very interesting. When you asked that question, I started thinking, and it's been years and years since I've had that feeling because I think I've divested myself of anyone that is not pro-survival, 
with good <laughs> energy that really cares about things. I don't, you know, every now and then someone comes in my life that's just, let's call them a negative, a naysayer, but that person doesn't seem to stick around. So knock on wood, it can happen. Well, maybe you just get rid of them. You know, maybe you're you're the one who says I, I I don't want this person in my life, so you know I'm just going to remove myself or remove them. You know, sometimes you have to do that, but yeah. but the goal is to to really get back and have a really high level of self awareness and, and understand who are you, what do you want for you. I, I have done five or six really big events in which there were a couple of hundred people. And I have done five or six years of intimate breakfast with women. And my question to them all the time is, what do you want for yourself? I love it. Let's take that and take and now bring in the brand you. Your, you created it. It's branding. It's not new. Let's talk about the brand you and what makes your system, your method different from others. Because I start... But brand you is your unique, outrageous self, right? Your outrageous, unique self. Everybody has this outrageous person inside of them, even if they don't think they do. Absolutely, every person is unique. No two people are alike. So in order to come up with the brand that you want for yourself, you have to start there. You have to start with how do you feel about yourself? What is your self-image? Your self-image is what you see yourself doing and being and if your self image is not in line with what you're doing you can't do it i have a friend of mine who is an entrepreneur and she said i think that some of my hurdles have been because i don't see myself in this role and if you don't see yourself in it how are you going to do it so all the branding has to, has to start there. It starts with you, this unique person in you. Who are you? Not who does somebody expect you to be. Not who did somebody mold you into being. Who are you really? Because once you can decide and determine and understand who you are and what you want and what drives you, you will get back your sense of self-worth. Self-worth is one of those components that so many people do not have. And that links back to the person actually realizing that they are very important to themselves and that they have value, as we were just talking about. I see how that all fits in here. Yes, that's exactly right. I have a woman that I mentor who has a nonprofit foundation and she does things, and I say to her, why are you only charging this much money? Well, well, what? Do you not think that the information that you are giving to these people and the help and the coaching that you're giving them is of value? Do you not value yourself enough to say, this is what I want? Many years ago when I was in the New Jersey Association of Women Business Owners, I used to run a free marketing class for them, monthly group. And charging was, you know, what are you charging for your service? Products are a little different. People, people have to find, you know, a product niche and, and there's a competitive nature to a product, but to a service, 
it's a little different. And I would say to them, so why are you not charging a lot? Well, nobody's going to pay it. Really? Are you sure about that? (laughs) Did you ask them? Probably not. So I would say to them, here's my philosophy. You can charge nothing. And in the end, you have no money and no time. And you've just been spinning your wheels and probably running around in circles. Or you can set a price. Whatever that price is, it's good for you. And when somebody says to you, what do you charge to coach me? Well, I charge $300. So if they can't pay that and they can't afford it, then you just move on and you find that client that's ideal to you and what you have. You may not, you may not have all the money that you want because you may not get as many clients, but you will have all the time in the world to do everything you ever wanted to do because you're not giving away your time for free and you're not eroding your sense of self-worth by thinking that people aren't going to pay you. They will pay you. You have to stick to your guns. And that goes back to a sense of self-image, the sense of self-worth, and the fact that you are important and you have something to offer. I really like that that a lot. And I really think back on that as well. I've run into people, what you say echoes with so many entrepreneurs and successful business people. They charge what they're worth and they give great value to their customers and clients. And, and it grows because they really, they know they're giving good service and good value. Their clients do too. And it actually grows. It just doesn't work by just giving away everything free. Though you could give some things free to, so that they could understand what you're doing. But at some point there has to be that exchange for them to take it serious. Right. Right. If you charge too little, then they don't think it's worth anything and they don't think it's good. (laughs) So why would you do that to yourself? You know, that's part of your brand. This is the spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from Marlene Waldock, the brand you coach. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey guys, Tony D'Urso here, and I have to say thank you. Thanks a million. A million downloads, that is. Go to TonyDurso.com slash TV. And read all about the exciting next adventure we have in store for you. That's Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash TV. And once again, thanks a million. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with Marlene Waldock, the brand you coach. As the host of the weekly television show, New Jersey Business on News 12 New Jersey, from 2001 to 2006, Marlene interviewed business leaders from Fortune 500 companies to entrepreneurs, including U.S. and state senators, government officials, CEOs of major corporations, a variety of small business owners, and entrepreneurs. All right, back to the chat with Marlene. I remember a quick story of a gentleman who went to an event and he paid $2,000 for it. And he loved mm-hmm. it. He got all this information. It changed his life, changed his business model. And only later did he find out that many other participants paid $200 to go to that event. Mm. And because of some promo special, but none of them went on very far at all. And it was just because what you put in, you get that value back out and more so. And those people that put in such a tiny amount just didn't get back the value. They didn't stay on for the three-day workshop Mm -hmm. or whatever. They didn't succeed. But this guy that put in that, he did succeed. It was a very Mm -hmm. interesting story of you, when you put in value, you make sure you get back more than your value. It's on both ends. It's not just the coach's end. It's also on the customer's end. Yeah, so because they, you're right. I mean, they're investing more. I mean, first of all, they think enough of themselves to want to invest that kind of money. And so they're going to make sure that they're listening and paying attention, whereas the person who's paying, you know, little for it just doesn't see the value. I mean, I've watched it with other things that I've been involved in. Well, we're going to do this free seminar. How many people do you think are going to show up? You're going to have a whole bunch of people who are going to say to you, oh, I'll be there. And in the end, they have no skin of the game. So therefore, something else comes up and they just don't show up. You know, and, and that happens all over the place. So what you want for you is you want these people taking you seriously. And you need to set that standard for yourself. And you need to understand, I am worth this. I am going to give you great value. So, and, you, and you need to stick to it. You know, it's... Exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> people just... <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, I love it. <laughs> I, had a, I had a wonderful client when I lived in Atlanta. And 
and I did a lot for him, and, and he was the one I wrote radio commercials for and had the most fun writing the radio commercials. And he he did so much business. In fact, one day he called me. He said, I'm going to fire you. And I said, well, why are you going to do that? He said, I have too much business because wow. of the commercial that you put on there. So, But there came a point when I wasn't really charging him enough, and I finally called him and I said, you know, you're a great friend and I love you dearly. But I have to let you go because <laughs> I, I, I'm probably making 50 cents an hour here with the amount of time that I'm putting into this. So it, it just it's not worth my time. You know, That's so well, yeah. So when you get back to that piece of you and you understand your value, then you start looking at things a little differently. And you don't waste your time and you don't want other people to waste your time. So that, again, goes into that brand. So you say, what makes this different? It's, it's, it's branding you from the inside out. It's making you really get to know you so that when you start to, first of all, your energy level will change and the energy that you emit will change and people will understand. You'll stand up straighter. You will have a different look of confidence and they'll understand that, you're not somebody they're just going to mess with and you know that you're somebody who thinks you're important if you think you're important other people are going to think you're important too you know not to the point that you become totally self-absorbed but there's a piece of you that has to show someone I'm important to me I really like that Marlene and how does a person who is starting from scratch how do they assess their brand you how and how do they actually create it do you have any tips or advice for that well so get get a journal out sit down start asking yourself questions how do i what's good about me start with questions what's good about me what do i like about me what do i don't like about me who have i seen that has really struck me as a brand i mean there are people you see them i had a client one time hugely successful uh, real estate agent here in New Jersey, very branded. She was branded by the clothes that she wore, the hats that she wore, the pins that she wore, her straightforward personality, and the fact that she was great at what she did. So you're going to start this brand. It's like anything. Who am I? What do I want? What do I want to people to say about me when I'm not in the room? Because perception is reality. And part of the whole process of branding you is to ensure that people are thinking what you want them to think and not just what they're going to think because you didn't pay any attention to them. It's like making the first impression. What's the impression you want to make? What do you want people to see first? What do you want them to think about? If you look at all the commercials that are out there for all the major uh, consumer products and cars and think about what they're telling you and what they're showcasing and how they're trying to make you think about them. You as a person can do the same thing. What do you want them to know? What do you want them to think? And you start from there. You know, my wheels are really turning on this. I'm like thinking of all this. I feel like, as you're going through this, I'm just putting my whole life and all my shows right in front of me and doing <laughs> this and that. I was like, 
I'm really zoned into this. This is really good stuff. Well, think about you, um, the brand that you've created for you. You have a brand. When people think about you, they're going to think about the types of shows that you have, the, the, the things that you're creating to go into the future, how you showcase them. That's all part of your brand. That's right. And now with going on TV, I've got to establish something that's going to be consistent because people will now have that visual as well. So there's so that adds another component now. It's not just the voice and communicating to people, in my case, over the radio. I'm now going, going to be a, a visual. So I have to take exactly. a look at that as well. Very interesting. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So everybody has to do that. I mean, you know, the, one of the things that I started out with with first impression was this principle that, you know, you only get one chance to make a first impression. Perception is reality. And you have to change your perspective. You can't change somebody else's mind necessarily. We watch it all the time in politics and campaigning. And let me change your mind because of what I say. What you have to do is... is Turn yourself around and look back at you and think about, what am I doing? What do I put out there? Do I have a website? What does it look like? What types of tweeting do I do? What do I put up on social media? Who do I associate with? And there's so many things about you that comprise that brand. And after you've taken a chance and an opportunity to look at yourself, then you say, what do I have to change? Because as you said in the very beginning, there's only one thing you can control in this life, and that's you. So Everything true. else is out of your control. I so, like that, Marlene. This is very interesting. So we have this personal brand. We know we, we've improved our self-worth. We, we know how we should look and dress and what we should stand for. We have our standards. We have our benchmark in place that we know we can hit. We, we're consistent with that. That's the personal brand. That's the brand you. But now, what do we have to do to take that external, like it, it, you've mentioned in your post and how you tweet and how you do that. But what else can we do or what should we do for the world in, to see us in promoting our brand? What do you want to look like? You know, one of the things that has happened over the years because of technology is we've become an extremely casual world. And... You know, you go to business meetings and you go different places and there's a broad spectrum of people and how they're dressed and how they're acting. And, and you know, so what is it that you want for you? What are you, what are you trying to get people to, how, how do you want them to view you? Are you going to be the one who gets dressed up and dresses in a suit or gets very professionally dressed? First and foremost, because... Even though you say, well, I can't judge a book by its cover, but you do. It's, it's what attracts you is the cover. Visually, we're attracted to, to what we see. So what do you want people to see? You're a real estate agent. You're going to drive around in a nice car because in that nice car, people perceive you as being very, not only professional, but successful. They get in the car. The car's got to be neat and clean. It can't be filled with with uh, um, empty water bottles or or Coke cans or things like that in the back seat. All those kinds of things make a difference. They make an impression. It's the first impression people have. 
you know, what are you wearing? I guess I'm from the era of of suits and high heels and being dressed up, and I love to do that. And I'm every day I go different places and I walk in and I see, you know, a lot of young younger girls and women and so on in leggings and shirts and and it, it just that becomes your brand. This is who you are. And is that really what you want? In corporate America, I think it is, it, it's extremely important to really understand the culture in the company. Where are you trying to go? Look at the people at the top. What do they look like? How do they act? What do they do? You want to be taken seriously. What do you have to do to be taken seriously? When you walk in that room, and particularly for women, if there are less women there than there are men, if this is a male-dominated and driven company, how do you want them to take you seriously? You have to look your best, because when you look your best, you feel your best. You know, some people think that in order to do something, you have to change your attitude. How many times you said, well, I'm not ready to do that yet because my attitude's not in the right place. Well, here's the thing. It's your action that drives your attitude. It's not your attitude that drives the action. If you want to change the attitude, you have to change the action. So maybe one of the things that you do is say, I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to, I'm going to put something on today, clothes and things that not only make me look my best, but they make me feel my best. Because if then I'm confident and whenever I walk into that room or I make a statement in that room, somebody's going to pay attention to me. Because I've put my best foot forward, and that's part of my brand. And I have to keep that brand consistent. I can't just do it one day, and then the rest of the time, you know, look like I just came out of the gym. You have to establish that brand, and you have to keep that brand going all the time. So you look at what makes me look the best, because if I look my best, I will feel my best. I will feel comfortable in my own skin. And because of that, somebody will take me seriously. Totally agree on that. And I just love it. I totally sync with that. This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, Marlene shares more insights and her contact info. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hi, Tony here with a quick word about getting you discovered. Do you want a lot of people checking out your sales page, your branding page, your podcast? Like many people, are you just trying to do it all yourself? Or maybe get by with a virtual assistant or two? Are you taking webinars, seminars, and workshops to learn how to grow your social media and how to bring visitors to your site? Or are you downloading free eBooks, buying books, buying classes, doing this and that just to learn how to get more sales, more people, more exposure? We all do. And it isn't all that it's cracked up to be for some, is it? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It takes a lot of training. I've written books on this and I'm helping others get a lot of visitors to their web pages and podcasts. And I mean thousands and thousands every month. Check it out. Go to 
tonydierso.com slash grow. That's Tony, D-U-R-S-O dot com slash G-R-O-W. tonydierso.com slash grow. And get discovered. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with Marlene Waldock, the brand you coach. Resulting from her 2017 recognition as a top 25 brand builder, Marlene has launched a brand you, your outrageous unique self, which focuses on personal branding and combines all her experience and philosophies into one unique program. And now, back to the chat. And now that we have our brand and we, we know how we're supposed to be and we act our best, we feel our best, we give our best, and that is perceived then by our customers and our associates and so forth. Another thing that I see that you've done, it's, it's inherent here, you have so many awards that you've won, awards of accomplishments and distinctions. I'd love to know that's also part of the perception of who you are and what you've created, and that brings a confidence in others about you. Do you have any tips or advice of what people in various businesses, entrepreneurs, business owners, and so forth, what can they do to get those accolades, those kudos, those awards as well? Well, some of those, some of those awards have come through some of the volunteer things that I've done. You need to put yourself out there, I guess. You need to, to be engaged in a lot of things. I've been on several boards. Uh, I've been president of several organizations. You, you need to, to pick and choose where you want to be, what type of people you want to be around, do your best, and not be afraid to showcase yourself. You know, some of these, some of these awards 
I don't think any of that I did receive, I nominated myself. But there are times you can nominate yourself, and you should do that. Don't be afraid to do that. I mean, it's people say, well, I'm bragging. Well, really? You know, it's okay to do that. It's okay to stand up for yourself. I have taught a teen class for the last 14 years, kids that are 15, 16, 17 years old. And I talk about some of this stuff with them. And I say to them, you know, if there's one thing to be the person who's I, I, I all the time, I, this, I, this, I, this, I, this, I, that, there's another thing to to understand what you're really good at and not be afraid to say that or, or to showcase it somehow to write the, the bios and the things that acknowledge the things that are good for you. And when the opportunity presents itself that you think there's an award out there that you would like to have, then go after it. If somebody else has to nominate you, ask them to do it. And if you put yourself in, in the right situations, people are going to do it anyway. And then when you get that award, you need to use it and capitalize on it. You know, when I... When I was named one of the top brand builders, I was very honored, and I, and I took a step back, and the person from Leading Women Entrepreneurs who um, owns the organization said to me, you've been doing personal branding, and I said, you're right, I have. I've done corporate branding, but I've done an awful lot of personal branding, maybe didn't quite identify it that way as, as I have now, but I have certainly done that because every breakfast, every Because We Are Women event that I've ever had was really talking about that brand that is you and understanding you. So to get the awards and to do those things, put yourself out there. I want to, you talked about wanting stories. I told you that I hosted a TV show for five years. So what was the most interesting thing about the TV show is that I'm sitting in my office one day and the phone rings and I answer it. And there's a guy who says, hi, my name is so-and-so and I am the producer of the business show on News 12. Now, I had been on this show once, once or twice when someone else was hosting it. And he said to me, I'm looking for a female host, and somebody suggested that because you're in this women's organization that you might know someone. And all of a sudden, out of my mouth came me. Me. I want to do this. And, of course, he got very quiet, and I then decided to start tap dancing, you know, and saying, well, I've done this and this and this and this, and I've been a public speaker. I've actually did radio shows when I was in college and so on. So I've done these things. But if I had never done that, I would never have been on that show. So you talk about getting an award. It's everything. You have to ask for what you want, and you can't be afraid to step forward. And from that conversation... I met with them, and I became the host of that TV show. I was published in Family Circle Magazine because I had the opportunity at one point in time through a social event to meet the editor-in-chief, and she asked me what I did because I was there with my husband and what I did you know, relative to the company my husband was with, and I said, I don't do anything, but I teach people the power of our first impression, and I would love an opportunity to talk to you about that and get something in your magazine. So I got published twice in a magazine that's worldwide. So how do you get those types of things? 
you have to take that step forward. You have to ask for what you want. And you can't be afraid to do it. Because if you don't ask, you will never get it. And if you do ask, you got a 50% chance of going to say yes. At least. Such great advice, Marlene. I absolutely love it. If you don't reach for it, what's the odds of trying to get it? If you don't try, how are you going to get it? I love it. Right. And you have to ask. And you have to ask. Some of us are a little timid. Some of us don't like to ask. We think it's not okay or it's not No, you know what you don't ask? But there's that philosophy. But those people aren't necessarily entrepreneurs. They work their steady job, perhaps. They don't know that you have to reach in order to get. Well, you have to ask. And I have, I have a whole program on asking. When I, was, when I was producing one of the Because We Are Women events, and I had asked people for so many things. I had asked um, the college, Fairleigh Dickinson College, has a beautiful mansion that was owned by the Vanderbilts at one time. And it's a beautiful place. And I asked them if they would host the event and give me the mansion. And they did. I went to some people to do the lunch for me. And I said to them, I'm looking for somebody to sponsor a lunch. These are caterers. And they said, okay. And I said, I'm asking you to do this for free. And they said, okay, what do you want us to bring? So from that, and and there were several other things. Somebody gave me pens. I mean, so many things that people gave me because I asked them for it. And so I thought, if you just ask, you'll be surprised what happens. And I came up with a program with 10 acronyms for why you don't ask, what you need to do to ask, and what will happen when you ask. And when you say people don't ask, there's two major reasons why people don't ask. One, because they assume a standard known. So they think people are going to say no. Why do you think they're going to say no? They could say yes. You know, that's the whole, the whole premise. I mean, that's why you ask, because somebody could say yes. And because they're afraid of a scary knockout. And if you think about over your lifetime and probably when you were young and there were things that you wanted and you would go to your parents or you would go to a teacher, you would go to somebody and say, I really would like this. And they would give you this unequivocal no. And it felt like somebody had punched you in the stomach and they had just knocked all the wind out of your sails. And somewhere in your subconscious, you remember that. So when it comes time that you're going to ask Immediately, you know, you you feel this tension or this twisting in your stomach because you're feeling that knockout and you don't want it. So then you don't ask. And then the other huge component of asking is you have to know what you're really asking for, what you want to be the outcome, who you're asking and when you're asking and make sure you're asking the right person. So many people ask the wrong question of the wrong person. And then they get the knockout, and then they don't ask again. So that's all part of the brand. Stand up and ask. On, a, on another angle or a tangent here, why a lot of people are afraid of public speaking, because oh, yes. they've been told too many times, be quiet, shut up, not now. And, you know, people would rather skydive, jump out of a plane. <laughs> okay, you're jumping out of a plane. Or jump off a bridge with a rubber band tied to your ankle. They'd rather do that. <laughs> but get up in front and talk to people, forget it. And it's, it's that same thing because they're conditioned so much. So you're the unconditioning, conditioning person here. You, you kind of 
break people out of that. I absolutely love it. And I would love to have you back on again, especially on my other show, Revenue Chat, because this is such good stuff. We need this in society. We need this for our businesses. We need this for our growth. This is great stuff. I really, really love it, Marlene. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. And I love to talk about it. So. Yeah, there's lots of talk, and I'm glad you like to talk about it. And I'd like to know, so we don't forget, if you would like to provide any contact information of how our audience can get a hold of you. Yes, it's very easy. You just go to MarleneWaldock.com. Um, I have a brand new website. tells you everything you ever wanted to know and, and probably things you don't want to know. But it's easy to contact me through, through there. You can email, it, email me at Marlene at MarleneWaldock.com. W-A-L-D-O-C-K, just like a wall and a dock. MarleneWaldock.com. And I've been to the site just, just earlier. Beautiful site. Lots of goodies there. Highly recommend everyone go check it out. It's really, really great. You can join my email list. I do inspirational newsletters, usually monthly. And... You know, I'd love for people to read it. You know, my my goal is that if I say one little thing that makes you feel a little bit better about yourself and takes you a little closer to that dream that you have, then I've done what I set out to do. And, you know, I'd love to hear from people. I'd be more than happy to answer questions and really help them get to that brand you and allow that outrageous, unique self to just emerge and fly and do everything they ever wanted to do. Well, I absolutely love it. I thank you so much for sharing. You've given us a lot of good advice, tips, a lot of nuggets here. I mean, I've been in business for a while, but what some of the points I've heard here, it's not that I've heard some before or not. It brings another level and dimension the way you've explained things and go over it. So I really, really appreciate it. You've you've instructed me and taught me some great things, Marlene. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's been a pleasure, and I certainly look forward to coming on another one of your shows and, and possibly the TV show, which I'm sure will be great. You're, you're great to talk to. Well, thank you. Okay, once again, thank you for sharing this with us, Marlene. I just love it. We just spoke. We're here with Marlene Waldock, the brand you coach. And to our Spotlight audience, thanks again. It's our honor to have you listen. All right, keep your focus on success, and I'll see you next on the Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.